welcome to another episode of Christian Ricky. And in this episode, I am joined by Simpiwe Ngumalo, and we'll be having a conversation about loving your neighbor as yourself. So in Matthew 23, when the Pharisees asked Jesus which commandment is the greatest law, Jesus said that we should love the Lord our God with all our heart, our soul, and our mind. And he said that the second greatest is to love our neighbor as ourselves. Simpia, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, thank you so much for having me here. Thank you. It's such a pleasure. I'm so, so honored to have you join us. Simpua is a big brother in his family. He's the oldest of three brothers. He's a great follower of Christ, one of my connect group leaders. He's always got an encouraging word to share each day. And those really fuel me throughout the day. Thank you so much for that, actually. I don't think I've ever said that. But the words that you, that little young essay speech that you send every morning, on the group, so helpful. It really adds some light to the day because I can always just go back to it, look at it, and just remind myself of the things that Christ has said to us, which is awesome. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, cool, cool. Yeah, so, and he's currently in sales and his interests lie in general knowledge relating to history. Simpua, I am so, so honored to have you join me, my leader. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. thank you so much it's such a pleasure so um, on the show we've spoken about putting God first loving the Lord our God with all our heart our soul and our mind we've spoken about loving ourselves in our singleness but I wanted us to talk about loving our neighbor as we've been commanded to do that right we're commanded to love our neighbors as ourselves um, I've been reading Relationship Goals by Michael Todd and in his book he encourages us that we should use our singleness to learn to love ourselves. And he says that according to the word of God, there's a prerequisite for loving your neighbor. He says that that's to love ourselves. So we can only love our neighbor at the level that we love ourselves. And yeah. when Jesus said to love others as we love ourselves, he implied that we already love ourselves. It makes sense, right? So basically what he's saying is that... <laughs> You cannot figure out how to love someone else if you have not figured out how to love yourself in your singleness. And the order is to love God, love yourself, and love others. So I wanted to just hear what your thoughts are, because how can you love someone else if you don't love yourself? So I just wanted to hear what are your thoughts with regards to that? How do you, what do you think of what Michael Todd yeah. says? Yeah, no, that, that, that is so good. Uh, so my, my thoughts on that, I think um, the first part would be to understand uh, which love uh, the Bible is talking about. Because mm. uh, as you read it in, especially uh, in the original language, uh, the love itself uh, differs uh, depending on the context of what the writer is saying at the moment in time. Mm -hmm. So the, the, this particular love over here, uh, it's not the, the, the bubbly feelings uh, that you have in your stomach when you see yeah. a significant other. Mm -hmm. you know? this, is, this is basically just to show a genuine concern uh, for others, just like you, you have a genuine concern for yourself. For example, uh, you take care of yourself, you, you dress yourself, uh, you, know, you hopefully take showers every day. Uh, you know, you you you, always, <laughs> you know you look after yourself and your well-being, and there's even concern about the way that maybe you your appearance, the way that you dress. You know, you go to the gym, you take care of yourself. Mm. And I think in this particular moment, God says that the same way you have genuine concern for yourself, you should show that as well 
to your neighbor. And as you do that, that, that is a uh, command that you're actually now showing love to your particular neighbor. Mm-hmm. So I think that, 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 that has to be the clarity uh, because, you know, uh, it's not the same love as showing love maybe to uh, to your future spouse or to your love interest or whoever you're in a relationship with. But it's basically just to show a genuine concern for others. Um, yeah, And then obviously God also says, promises as well, that basically once his Holy Spirit comes, we're able to empower us to mm-hmm. be able to do that as well. So I think that that's just the first part that it's basically just showing genuine concern uh, for others as well. Because, you know, uh, for example, as you know, we do give uh, to, to, to the foundation. Uh, so I give to the foundation because, you know, there's a genuine concern about their well-being, yeah. you know, uh, the different programs that, that they have in there. But there's no relation between myself and uh, the people that we are giving to. You know, there's no genuine relation. But I'm showing concern, even though there isn't a particular relation. You know, I don't know their name; they don't know my name. Yeah. You know, so so that is still showing love uh, in God's eyes. You know, and just to even break it down a bit, if you look at uh, the, the the Good Samaritan, uh, you know, if you if, if you read uh, the story in the Book of Luke, um, where, where there was a man who was actually robbed and um, was beaten and left half dead, and there was a Samaritan who came along took him up, uh, cleaned him up, left him in a, in a motel mm. uh, kind, of, kind of a place, and then advised uh, the manager of the motel that said, listen, um, I'm going to be gone for a while. Uh, whatever expenses this man occurs, uh, please put them on my tab. Right? Yeah. For example, that man could have easily, the man who's left there, uh, could have easily recovered, ate all he wanted, and left. By the time the Samaritan comes back, uh, you know, there's a tab over there, but the man is gone. But he did his part, you know, and he showed love, even though there wasn't a relation, yeah. relational between him and that particular person in itself. So, so that's just one aspect of it. And then, of course, it goes deeper when you do have a particular relation uh, between yourself and the individual that you are assisting on the other side. But it's just to show genuine concern for others as you show yourself, genuine respect for others, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So for me now, when I was reading that statement, right, I totally agreed with it. Then when I was thinking about it later on, because um, I think it's in, yeah, it's Matthew 16, 24, where Jesus says that we should deny ourselves, right? Mm. So I think um, then I started asking, like, Michael Todd, Who's, who's the pastor that I follow so much. I mean, I believe in what he teaches. He's a great leader. But then I was like, hmm, I mean, if you're saying that I have to love myself first, then love my neighbor, but Jesus says I must deny myself. Now I'm confused. That has not yeah, made sense to me. I'm yeah, lost. So, uh, so it's not the, the self-love. Uh, it's not the self-centered. Uh, type of love uh, that, that basically is described in uh, in First Timothy three, mm. if I'm not mistaken, right? Where it says that especially in the later days, people will be lovers of themselves, and God warns warns us against that. So it's not the the uh, the, the self-centered love um, in itself. Um, so it 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 is basically as I just said, it's basically just the first part 
would be is this, right? So if you're judging content for yourself, you're able to show that same particular passion uh, mm. towards uh, someone else as well. So it's a matter of, listen, uh, I, I, <laughs> I love myself, mm-hmm. but it's not, it's not the love that is self-centered. You know, it's it's not uh, you know. So some people they say that you know you first have to, uh, as you just said, you first have to learn to love yourself, uh, how you want to be loved, and then of course you'll be able to love others. But the problem with people who design a plan on how to actually uh, love themselves and they design the whatever the platform or or the particular blueprint, uh, they have great difficulty in able to show that same love to someone else. Because mm. that particular blueprint that they designed has made them so self-centered about themselves, right? So that's why when you say that I uh, love one another and deny yourself, it means that as well, in, in certain parts, it's also a sacrificial love that is necessary as well. Because, for example, for us to be able to give unto others, it means that we need to sacrifice something yeah. for ourselves. Sacrifice whether it's time. Uh, whether it's uh, time in prayer or whether it's time just speaking to the individual or all financially as well. It means that it comes with some sacrifice. It comes with certain giving. I think we was describing it as well that, listen, it needs to cost you something to be able to show love to someone. You know, it has to have, it has to come with a particular cost, you know, to it, to, 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 towards it. And I think that's what maybe, um, in my view, yeah. basically, I'm seeing here uh, from, from my side, uh, when, particularly when it comes to uh, denying uh, yourself. So there's a certain sacrifice that has to come uh, from within for you to be able to give yourself to someone else, especially relational as well. You know, there's a particular sacrifice that you have to give to someone else. You know, for example, uh, I, I, I might think, you know, uh, I'm pretty cool right now as, as I'm single. But maybe when I marry the different behaviors or different things that maybe might not actually suit uh, my future spouse at a particular time. Mm. And I have to now actually put my pride aside, sacrifice that in order for me to be able to actually show the love that my significant other would need at a particular time in future. Yeah. So I think it comes with a cost. And a cost involved. Many people, you know, as we all know, they go into relationships and uh, they don't want to pay the cost. And I'm not just talking about taking someone to dinner, but they don't want to pay the cost that it comes with it in terms of you know, opening up, being vulnerable emotionally, and actually the cost of saying, listen, um, I'm actually making a decision mm. uh, to take you, you know, uh, as my wife, you know. So there is a particular cost to that. You know, uh, most people today, it's like, you know, they, they go to a dealership, and uh, and they want to test drive the car, and it ends up being three years later. They're still test driving the car, and the dealership calls them and say, "Hey, listen, <laughs> it's, been, it's been three years. You know, uh, the process doesn't work that way. You know, you've been driving this thing, the tires. You had you ready to change the tires. It's already going to maintenance and all this thing. You know, uh, so so it's it just the dynamic upon that especially denying yourself means that love has a it has to have some sort of a sacrifice to you that comes yeah. from genuine, that comes from a genuine particular type of heart. For some people, they can give without actually, it's not really sacrificial to them. But for some reason, what God also saying that uh, when you're actually giving yourself 
um, you know, showing love to someone or basically having genuine concern for someone, there's always something in you that needs to be sacrificed for that to actually be genuine towards God. Mm. I think if Jesus were to walk the streets in 2020, he would have probably said, it's not about you. Yeah. This life is not about you. Um, it's about other people, you know, and for you to be able to give the best of yourself, you also have to give the best to yourself as well. Because if you are lacking, you won't be able to give. Like, what do they like to, yeah. like to say? Pouring, pouring from an empty cup. There's nothing for you to pour because the cup is empty, but you have to get filled up first. Then you can pour it to someone else. On that part, no, that is hundred percent true. On that part, uh, all of us, everything that we are able to give, uh, we, we receive this offer from someone else. Uh, now that that is hundred percent, mm. uh, that's just how the laws of life actually work. You know, everything that I have, I had to receive it from, from, from someone else before someone is able to give. Before someone has an idea, even an inspirational idea, yeah. a discovery of, of of gravity, maybe God giving. Um, you know, Newton, the, the, the formula for, 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 for gravity or the, the laws of fiction, you know, he had to get inspirational uh, from God. You yeah. Know? It's, like, you know, it's just like how, how, how Mozart actually had dreams uh, of, of all, of all the, the, the musical uh, symbols. Uh, you know, he received them by inspiration. You know, oh. he, he didn't have to train. Mm. He had to train as, as hard as others. But he received them from a young child by uh, inspiration, and he describes them as dreams that were actually alive in him. So he had to receive it before he can actually give it out to the world in itself. So uh, uh, yeah, so so as just said, also personal development is very very important. Yeah, uh, very important the way that you can actually have an impact uh, not just on society, uh, your community, your family as well. So yeah, so definitely no one can give without first receiving. It's just yeah. the way that the laws of the universe uh, are made. Yeah. And we're not talking about being narcissistic, um, vain, yeah. and just it's all about mm-hmm. me. We're talking about healthy self-love. Yeah. But um, so the season was basically all about um, singleness and relationships, right? So let's try to put it into a context of being single. Um, like your singleness stage is very important. I mean, been talking about that since the beginning of this podcast, you know? Um, God yeah. wants us to know who we are without a person. Because if we don't know who we are, then it puts us in a spin where we feel like we need to validate ourselves, um, who God has made us to be. There's just always feeling like you have to justify who you are. You feel like you need to have people make people that come into your life and make you feel whole. You just start seeking validation from the wrong places. Um, when you don't understand your singleness, you will take it into marriage and you'll try to make your partner make up for your deficiency. And that sounds like a problem. Um, what do you have to say about that? Like um, loving yourself at, as a preparation for, in your singleness, yeah. as a preparation for when Bay is here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what do you have to say about yeah. that? Yeah, no, 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 definitely. I think... Um... Well, n- number one, I- I'll just put it this way first. Um, you know, your, your singleness first has to be a choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. You know, it has to be a why. 
you know, uh, you have to sit down and actually first analyze and plan and say, why do I want to be single? You know, there has to be a, a reason behind it, a reason that you can write down, draft down, mm. envision such as, as to why, right? And then, of course, uh, after that, you know, there has to be a what. Okay, it's like, okay, now I'm single. So what is it that uh, I need to now work on? What is it that I want to work on mm, in, this okay. uh, in, in this particular season and time of my life, right? And then, of course, there has to be a, uh, a win or, or, or a timeline. Because, you know, you have to enter and there has to be an exit. You mm. know, uh, that, 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 that is very important because um, I think that, I think there are certain people who are, who are single beyond the time frame that God would have liked them to be. Mm. Because, you know, because most of them, they kind of entered into the, they, they entered into single life because, you know, of emotion or some tragedy happened, you know, mm. relationship did not, did not work out. I was out. not ready to be yeah. single, but hey, <laughs> exactly. it happened, yeah. You know, you know, exactly. So, so it needs to be, um, uh, it needs to be planned, you know, and, unless, of course, you've got a gift of singleness that Paul talks about, but, um, but it needs to be planned and it needs to be structured and there needs to be a time frame in terms of when I'm going to move out. And, of course, that time frame, as you are closer between you and God, and as you are closer in prayer, uh, God will basically begin to lead you uh, in the particular as to when is now the time for you to be actually today. Because you know, um, so so well, when you do it in that particular format, then you, you are able to be single and be content as well. You know, so you know it's not it's no longer just single and uh, alone. Because uh, to me, you know, single and alone, even though it's, it's not the intention, I feel like it's something that is just preached, you know, to those particular groups of church who are single because there's no one flooding on the DM. Mm-hmm. So we tell them that so they can just feel better about themselves, you know. <laughs> but, you know, when, when, when it is planned, you know, uh, you are able to be single and be content as well. So that even when you begin to move out, you know, there's no desperation. You know, there's no desperation. There's no, uh, I'm going to just put this out there as well, there's no last issue as well. Mm-hmm. You know, some people, they go into single, and then they've been single a long time, and because they are not actually growing in any area, they're not dealing with any uh, situation or issues that might have affected them in the past, especially um, with today's generational way. There's just so many women who went through, you know, a lot of uh, maybe abuse or sexual abuse, so, you know, they don't deal with none of that. And then after two years, you know, it's, you know what, uh, I've been single now enough for two years. So when they jump out, you know, they just jump out like a, like a Ferrari. And uh, and they actually end up in a much, much worse state. So, uh, yeah, so, so it's very, very important um, in preparation uh, to your future spouse. Uh, you know, besides just dating. Because another issue as well that, that dating, uh, you know, collecting data, uh, you know, it's something new and it's something, <laughs> something modern. <laughs> you know, I, I'll call it that. I'll call it collecting data. Mm. You know, uh, so so <laughs> it's something new and it's something modern. You know, if you go back about I don't know, uh, you know, forty years or a hundred years, um, you know, because back in the day there wasn't a, a data. You know, uh, certain especially certain tribes, uh, especially in Eastern Cape. Uh, where, well, well, today we would call it kidnapping, uh, but back in the day, <laughs> it was the only way you started a family. So yeah. a young man, 
a young man would see a lady, talk to her, like, hey, I like this one. Uh, he'll go back home and say, listen, tomorrow I'm bringing someone. And he'll bring his buddies along, they'll kidnap the lady, go back home, and then the elders from the son's side will go to the elders of uh, the lady's side, and mm. then negotiate the border, and that's just how life began, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so 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 that, so there wasn't a dating phase before, you know. It was almost arranged uh, in, in, in a way, you know, it was prearranged. So it's only mm. now that basically you now have these uh, particular issues where I, I think we've just become um, uh, too smart <laughs> for our own good, <laughs> <laughs> and and now, and now obviously we have these particular seasons. But uh, yeah, so as I just said, uh, it's good to actually just plan. Uh, your singleness so that you can actually be content so that whatever it is that actually comes in while you're in the particular stage you are able to actually uh, avert it or you're able to actually resist it because there's a particular plan and vision as to why you are in the particular season so that when you move out you move out as well you are content you are mm. able to date you, you know you don't date recklessly you are able to wait and because in that particular season uh, you know, you've already studied, uh, you know, whatever God maybe has given to you inspirationally, or you've studied what kind of a life that the basically you want to go into, or whether it's, you know, business-wise. So when you begin to date, you already know what you're looking for. Yeah. So there's some, something that comes along that is not allowed to your planning, you can easily quickly reject it. You know, you don't even entertain it at mm. all, you know. So yeah. I, I think... Yeah, so I think preparation and, you know, a conscious decision into why you want to be single and a plan in your singleness and then obviously a time frame when you want to move on now and date uh, is very, very um, important. Mm. So we actually, we are so blessed actually to be able to date because back then they didn't have the opportunity to do that, right? We get to... We get to learn ourselves and then decide which kind of person you want into your life and then get to meet people and be like, nope, 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 yes, you know. Um, but what do you have to say? Like, I get what you're saying about know the why, know the what, and know the when. I feel like the when is very tricky for me because what, what do you have to say to someone who knows their why, they've known their why for a long time, they've had conversations with God, they've known their what as well, and then you also mentioned that you need to have a time frame. And at the end of that time frame, you need to get out, step out of it. But what do you have to say to someone who, yes, their time frame is finished, they've done all the work, but they is just not there. There's nowhere to step out into because it's not happening. Oh, I'm just meeting counterfeits. I'm just meeting no one that. God has basically like kind of people that God has promised me to have and the time frame has passed. It's Roma five years now of me waiting and waiting and waiting. And I'm still trusting God for the promise, but I'm still waiting and my win has ended. Why do you have to say to someone who's struggling with that? Okay. So what 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 I would have to say sir, uh on the first point is this, right? Um, number one, well, what what has God been saying to you in that particular season of mm. your life? Because uh, it, it counts as well in terms of what 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 is God is saying to you and how and how is He leading you? Because um, in terms of time frame, like I said, there isn't a specific formula 
Um, so I'm just going to use this as an example, right? Uh, we, we, we have a mutual friend, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, this, this mutual friend, uh, you know, because, you know, she, she, she's all on fire for, for, you know, for, for the things of God. Uh, you know, she's always a youth. She's young herself. You know, she's just everywhere. She pops up everywhere. Every event, uh, she's popping up everywhere. You know? mm-hmm. So a, 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 as a man who is searching, Right, and you are at a particular uh, location, and in this location, you seem to see this particular, this particular person popping up in your location, right? In a place where you like to be, where you want to be as well, that individual is, is there all the time. Mm-hmm. So, as our mutual friend keeps popping up everywhere, she eventually attracted, you know, uh, you know, this, this particular individual, and then uh, this individual um, asked her out. And uh, so, so, and it happened in, in in that kind of a way, because at the same time, you know, I'm just going to look at it from, from from my perspective. Is this right? Um, if, if if someone is showing up, especially in an area where I like to be in, mm-hmm. you know, in a space that I like to be in all, all the time, then 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 basically it's easy for me to actually now be able to actually um, to see you. Because you were, you are where my heart is, yes. right? Even mm-hmm. before you, so mm-hmm. you are where my heart is. Even before you, you know, you know, you are not, uh, you know, somewhere at maybe at a, at a club or or whatever, you know, where where there be a large consumption of alcohol and drugs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, because that that type of space, uh, there's nothing that attracts you to that particular space. So you wouldn't find someone like me in that particular space. Yeah. Because some, sometimes what what sometimes happens is that people they, they hook up with people. Let's say for example, someone invited you to that particular space, and it's your friend. You know, they're not born again, but it's your friend. You go to a club, and then people hook up in an area where you don't usually go, in an area that you don't like. Mm. You, you hook up with someone in the wrong location in itself. So I think it's good as well, as I just said, right? So what what has God told you as you walk out in the particular season? And then number two, you need to, so once you figured out what exactly that you like and what you and what uh is, you know, anything on that in terms of your vision as well, mm. then you need to be in that particular space all the time so that you can be seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if, 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 if it makes sense. It does. It uh, does. Because yeah, because you can't go, you know, to uh, you know, you can't go to I don't know a club or, or wherever. But you are at a club at the same time. Uh, you are you are looking for uh, <laughs> a God a God fearing man. Yeah. You know, or or, or, or 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 you could be a man at a club, but you're looking for a God fearing woman. You know, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't work that way. Uh, because yeah. you are in the you are in the long wrong location. Clearly, you're not gonna receive uh, exactly what you are looking for. Mm. So, uh, location and routine as well. You know, location and routine. Uh, you know, I think it also plays a very, very important part. You know, most people they say, uh, you know, you want people to always uh, spontaneous, etc., uh, etc. Et and I can tell you this: uh, my parents have been married for 30 years. Wow. It spontaneous. It was spontaneous and it never existed. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard the word spontaneous in a 30-year marriage, you know. Uh, routine is trustworthy. Mm-hmm. You know, you can trust routine uh, because it shows someone 
got a particular routine and a particular way of doing things based on, of course, what exactly you are looking for as well as an uh, indiv- indi- individual. So you need mm-hmm. to be in the right space. You need to be in the right location once you move out in the particular phase. And, of course, God will lead you along the way um, as well. Uh, and if I could just add this before moving to the next point, is that you also, based on the relationship that you have, you have with God, you also need to trust that um, as you step out to collect data, that the Holy Spirit Himself in you will lead you as well. Mm. Like you, you need to be listening, and uh, and He will lead you as well. Uh, I will speak for this from from experience. You know, uh, when I when I step out and I begin to um, date, uh, I remember, you know, you can sense it even in your prayers that your prayers begin to change uh, because you know there's someone else that you now entered into this relationship that you mm. have with God. You now at the same time they have their own relationship, but the Holy Spirit inside you begins to react based on the action that you're now beginning to take. You know? mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it's like you know, when you're at work and maybe you say something wrong to someone and you get the prompting of the Holy Spirit to say, no, 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 you need to go back and apologize. Yeah. Or, or, or the Holy Spirit tells you, no, no, now you need to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. so, so, so those exact same promptings that we use at work, that God uses them, uh, whatever particular situation, He also uses them dating as well. Mm. You know, as, as you step in there, you need to also trust in God. So, like I said, relationship with Christ, uh, the foundation that you have, and uh, the doctrine and understanding of theology of the Word of God. So, it would really assist you and help you as you step out to basically uh, go into that new next season where you are now, uh, you are ready, and uh, yeah, you are either searching or you are waiting. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So good. So basically, there's no way you can figure out how to love somebody else in a relationship if you've not figured out how to love yourself in singleness. Yeah. Basically. Wow, man. Yeah. This was so insightful. Thank you so much, Tim. Do you have any closing thoughts? Anything that you'd like to share as closing? Some thoughts uh, to leave the people with? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, 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 yeah. So, 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 like I said, I think uh, number one, uh, do not do not over spiritualize uh, things, especially us as as Christians. This is mm. things that God is just made simple. You know, if you go back to uh, the garden, uh, if, if you go back to the garden, you know, Adam uh, was with God, and Adam had the spirit of God in him, and Adam had uh, the purified body because his body had not yet fallen. He had not was not a sinful body as yet. He had everything. You know, he had he had all of the stuff. He was walking around naked. Uh, clearly, the world was was at room temperature. You can't do you know. So he had yes. he had all of the stuff, and God said that man is alone. Mm. You know. Uh, so so we, we we need to be careful. You know, with the statement of you know I'm single but I'm not alone. No, you actually are alone, unless unless it is a planned singleness. Unless it's a planned singleness, you know, unless you know exactly why you are doing it and the time frame as well. And uh, also, as well, do not formulate. There isn't a particular formula or there isn't a particular plan that we, we, we can give you, you know. 
it's just some guidelines, but most of the guidance will come uh, at the more deeper and connection that you have uh, with the Holy Spirit. So let, let's not try to over-spiritualize it. And let's not try to um, over-formulate it and plan it, you know, if I, if I do this, if I'm like this. No, simple. Just go into God with a genuine heart. Cry out to Him. This is what is going on, God. This is what I want. This is what I'm thinking of as we living and begin to escalate. And the Holy Spirit will guide you and lead you along the way. And also at the same time, uh, another thing that's very, very important is also the community that you have around you mm. while you are in that single state as well. You know, it, it will assist you to bring out uh, any other issues that maybe you might have that you're not aware of. You know, especially if you have the right community that can speak into you, that you allow them to speak into you, and actually tell you if something is wrong, that maybe this type of thinking is actually wrong. Mm. So you need to have also the right people around you uh, to assist you in that particular season, you know. Uh, so so the, the gospel is not a one-man show or one-woman show. You know, it doesn't work. You don't see that in Scripture. Yeah. And the reason why... The reason why a community is very, very important because a community can affirm certain things that maybe God has told you. You know, God can use a community to affirm this particular thing or to correct uh, certain thought patterns, etc., etc. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I think that's just my, uh, my two cents in the matter. Thank you so much, Phil. I totally agree with that. Community is so important. Like, community has done so much for me. I feel like a lot of things that, um, you know, sometimes you think God said this to me. But it's so important to go to godly community and be like, guys, yeah. this is what God said to me. And they will yeah. give you some insight to see like, girl, this does not sound like something God would say, <laughs> you know, just to show you some direction. So, guys, I would yeah. really encourage you to mm-hmm. find yourself a great community that has believers yeah. that will speak into your life. Like mm-hmm. my leader here, Simpua, I told you, he speaks into my life almost every day. Mm-hmm. People like that who care about your well-being, who care about what God is saying to you, who care about the purposes that God has placed in you. And they want to see you do great. They want to see good come out of your life. So definitely for community, I'm all for that. Get yourself a community that is for you completely. Simpue, thank you so much for coming through. It was so amazing. I'm pretty sure people learned a lot and people's single time will be getting better and better because this is the whole point of this, that we don't feel like we're inadequate in our singleness, but know that we are not alone. We are single, but we're not alone. We have community. We have the Holy Spirit. We have God. We have resources that we can use. So thank you so much for coming through. I really appreciate it. It was so awesome. No, no, no. No, no, definitely. Thank you as well once again. And uh, yeah, I trust that uh, all those who are listening, uh, they have been helped in one form or another. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Christian Rookie. Um, please do tune in next week for the next episode. Um, yeah, thank you for listening and have a great day. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>